Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness, whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, we are so excited to have you here with us. How are you going this week, Padre? Not bad, not bad at all. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, all things considered, getting there. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Gladys has kept us in for another two weeks. I know, right? uh, What is this? Yes, yes. (laughs) It's, uh, but you know, we're, 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 I think, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come the other side of it. So, oh, I'm sure we will. I have no doubt that we will. Yeah, absolutely. How are you, um, keeping yourself sane in lockdown? Well, the seminary sort of just, Kind of runs like it, <laughs> nothing. Nothing stops in a certain because we're all an enclosed community. Oh, sure. Lecturers go on Zoom and that sort of thing, like external lecturers. But, but for those of us that live in live in the, the the building, it's it's like business as usual in yeah, some ways. Yeah, right. So, um, so not a, not not a lot has changed in that sense, except for the fact that the students aren't able to go out. Yeah. You know, so that's that's probably driving them a little bit round the bend, mm. but um, but you know, I mean, I mean, they, they they can go out for essential things, but we try to make sure that it's one person from from the house that's that's going out unless yeah. it's a medical appointment or something like that. So, so um, you know, it's it's sort of um, they're being a bit driven insane by the institution just because you can't get a break from it, you know. Mm. Um, so, um, like, not bad insane. They're not like things aren't terrible, but it's just it's a it's a difficult. It's hard, yeah. It's hard, yeah. yeah. What? Well, how about yourself? Yeah, look, I'm I'm just about um, over a cold since everything that happened in the last fortnight with me. My body just decided yeah. to crash, so I guess I've just been spending some time resting and taking care of my physical health. So the lockdown hasn't really um, impacted me as much just yet. I would have been at home recovering anyway um sure but it, you know it's starting it's starting to get there so i'm just reorganizing my life at the moment that's keeping me pretty occupied uh and then i think i will get back into some artwork to try and keep my sanity intact <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's a good idea yeah get in that's a good idea for sure thing. Mm. Yeah. Now for our Patreon supporters, we promised a shout out. So you would have heard in the last few episodes that we now have a Patreon page. You can find the link in the description box uh, for that. And one of the special offers that we were giving was a shout out to the, anyone who jumped on board our community uh, for this particular this one week, which has kind of ended. So (laughs) we're super excited to know that there is um, a few people who are happy to have a mention. And so of those, we've got Matthew Tan, we've got Grace Taylor, Melissa Murray and Morgan Tame. So thank you so much. Thank you for your support. You guys are directly helping us to keep going with our podcasts. 
So for this week's episode, we want to start diving in a little bit deeper into some of our content. And so part of that is uh, for the next few weeks, we want to go into the Beatitudes. So we're actually going to split um, this up into about four episodes. Um, And in this episode, we'd like to touch on the first and the second Beatitudes that we find in Matthew's Mm. Gospel. Um, So before we dive into those specifically, maybe let's just have a a little bit of a chat about, you know, what what is a Beatitude? What are are these Beatitudes? What does that even mean? Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So I guess um, Beatitudes, my understanding is that it originates from the word or the the sense of blessedness, of being blessed. Um, mm. And this really is about a pathway that Jesus shows us to, to not only live a life of joy sort of in the next life, but to actually live a life of fullness and a life of joy and peace and happiness here on this earth. Um, and he gives us very specific ways that we can actually yes. foster that in our lives. It's interesting our, our lectionary, which for those who aren't familiar with Catholic uh, Catholic sort of liturgy, our lectionary is sort of, it's, it's where all the, the readings come from uh, when we go to Mass, uh, the readings in, in sacred scripture. So in the lectionary, this is translated as happy are those. Uh, and I, I, I don't know that that's a particularly good translation in light of our present circumstances today, yeah. uh, because the the term happy is so relative. Yeah, you know, it's it's sort of like um, I'm happy when I'm eating chocolate, and I'm happy when I have chips, and you know, I'm <laughs> I'm happy when I'm in an air conditioned room. Yeah, uh, you know, so so um, happiness has kind of been downgraded downgraded in the sense that it it's directly connected with the notion of pleasure. Mm. Uh, that when pleasure is made an end in itself, then I experience happiness, right? So it kind of has this utilitarian weight and that's just not really what Jesus was talking about. Mm. Uh, you know, what Jesus is talking about is a happiness that comes from, as, you, as you've rightly pointed to, blessedness, a joy which comes from being loved by God and capacitated to love others. Mm. Mm. And a particularly striking thing, something that stood out to me certainly, and I believe um, this this particular quote comes from Aquinas, but it sort of highlights four areas of concern, four areas that can um, define us if we allow it to. Um, mm. And I'll, I'll just read this quote and then I'll, I'll speak to it. But the quote is, mm. despite what Jesus despises on the cross, um, power, honour, pleasure, wealth, love what Jesus loved on the cross. You know, so his quote is, you know, despise what Jesus despised on the cross and love what Jesus loved on the cross. And that being those those four things, you know, wealth, power, honor, and pleasure, that we can fall into the trap of being defined by. Now there's there's obviously, you know, things like wealth, for example, isn't necessarily a bad thing on itself by itself. Having material things, having surplus funds that's not necessarily a bad thing neither is power when we use it for good right none of these things are necessarily bad in themselves but if we allow them to become the focus point of our lives then we can fall into a trap so I just found it so striking that that in it that was a good example um, and perhaps the best example that we can have in looking at Christ and what he valued 
and the way mm. um, he lived his life and what he's focusing his life on and his, his death on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aquinas, what a – you know, I, I was talking to, to, to some students the other day. Um, he was such a good writer. And his spiritual works are just so full of exciting and beautiful material. It's unbelievable that he could write a work as dry and boring as the Summa Theologica, <laughs> which is which is brilliant. It's brilliant, but it's so boring. It's not for the uh, faint-hearted. So- <laughs> or maybe it's just not for me. <laughs> It's not for me either. It's it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. It, it is it is hard going. But his other works, his 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 spiritual works, and his commentaries on scripture are just they're mm. just full of brilliance. Mm. I guess it, it's a good demonstration of you know he didn't just have the smarts; he also had a personal relationship. Yeah, too. yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um. So look, I guess with that sort of um, with that statement on on beatitude in general. Uh, that you know this this sort of attitude of 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 blessedness, genuine happiness, and joy founded on Jesus Christ. Uh, we can sort of move towards looking at the Beatitudes uh, in a more specific way. Mm. So, um, the first Beatitude: Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. A couple of things here. Firstly. You'll you'll notice that each beatitude comes with a promise, uh, and really, it kind of points to the fact that the beatitudes really are the fulfilment of the commandments. Each of the commandments is prohibitive in some way, shape, or form, uh, or prescriptive. One of the two. You know, you must do this, or you must not do this. Right. Saint Paul makes the point that the law does not have the power to save us. The law is is you know it's it's there in a certain sense to accuse us, <laughs> mm. you know it's there to let us know we've done the wrong thing, mm. you know, uh, and, and so the beatitudes actually bring this to its fulfillment. What we see in the beatitudes is the new law of the gospel, the, the in a certain sense the law of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, that's what we see here, and, and so for those who who take on these attitudes of Christ, you know, there's there's a a, a relational promise that that sort of sits with each of those. Uh, in regards our, our relationship with Jesus and with others, uh, which is inspired by, by by the Holy Spirit. So, um, uh, so yes, the, the the first beatitude: "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." Now, this is not a romanticization of poverty, you know, and, and it's it's not saying that by virtue of being poor, one is saintly. Uh, that's that's just. That's not what Jesus in any way, shape, or form taught. Mm. Um, uh, so what is this, this, this blessed are the poor in spirit? I think we, we can point to a number of things. Uh, living a spirit of poverty, that is a, a detachment from material things, simple living. And in this way, often the poor, those who are poor, do find it easier to live this, this sort of um, uh, this, this, this Christian life of detachment because they they've they've only known in a certain sense detachment at the same time i've met other poor people who's who while they don't have a lot their hearts yearn for a lot mm. and 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 not for not for a lot of the godly things mm. but for a lot of the material things right mm. uh, so poverty in and of itself is not a, a um is is not something which is uh, which is saintly. Mm. Uh, it, it's it's how that poverty is lived out, right? Yeah. 
Um, so our Lord here isn't demonizing wealth, nor is he exalting poverty. Mm. Uh, he's, he's simply making the point that uh, those who are poor in spirit, those who are detached from things, those who recognize we have a need for God, uh, you know, this, this is being poor in spirit. It's, uh, it's often linked with the spirit of wisdom, uh, with the gift of wisdom, uh, this, this particular beatitude, because the gift of wisdom, as we've said in a previous episode, is the gift of, of realizing, um, realizing that we need God mm. at the end of the day. You know? um, um, one thing that we, I think that we can say is that Christ identifies with the poor and the suffering. He, he identifies with them, he loves them, and he meets them. You know, and he doesn't do it out of, he's not a social revolutionary. You know, he's, he, he hasn't come to bring about the, the, the Marxist shift. You know? uh, that's, that's not Jesus Christ. Um, why he identifies with, with the poor is out of love. He comes to meet them in their need, to give them the one thing that they'll need for the remainder of their lifelong himself. Yeah. You know, he comes not to bring social revolution, but a, but a, a theocratic revolution you know, a, a, a God-driven revolution uh, in, in which he gives to them in their very hearts the one thing that their hearts most cry out for. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and indeed, this is why we're all poor to some degree. One way or another, poverty impinges upon us all because even the richest man on earth can still be destitute if he does not have God. Yeah, still lacking. Right, mm. right. And there's different kinds of poverty too. We've talked there a bit about the material poverty or the physical poverty, the economic poverty um, of perhaps not having abundance of food or availability of food and clean water and shelter and um, things like that. But also when you were saying before that, you know, you've, you've met some people who may not necessarily have those basic things but or may not have as much as other people, but still yearn for things that will not satisfy them. Um, mm. Yeah, so we can have this material um, or economic poverty, but we can also be poor if the only thing that we're longing for is things that other people have. So if we're not longing for the one thing that will satisfy being relationship with God and we're looking at all mm. of these other things, as a thing that yeah. will fulfill us, then we're poor, but we're not necessarily poor in the yeah. best yeah. best way. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And it also points to the fact that we're 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 not saying here that um, that wanting basic needs is a bad thing. No. Not not by any means, right? Mm. I mean, basic basic needs are important. Yes. Uh, you know, absolutely. Uh, but I think the the point that we're trying to make is that. Um, where we start to long for wealth as the means of uh, that, that will satisfy our hearts, mm. that's where we have a mm. that's where we have a problem. Mm. Yeah. There's a there's a difference between human rights and what right. we're owed, um, and the things that we don't necessarily need but we desire. Yeah, yeah spot on, spot on. Um, and I guess in that sense too, also being aware of who we are and what our weaknesses are you know being aware of what those desires might be and which of those desires aren't actually helpful aren't leading us towards a, mm. a better relationship mm. with god or into a relationship yep. with god yeah yeah spot on 
Spot um, on. And we have different saints too, don't we? Who oh, yes. sort of exemplified um, different kinds of poverty as well. Um, one mm. that sticks out mm. for me very clearly is Mother Teresa. I think she, she's, to me, she's, a, she's an example of living a life of poverty and serving the poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is so perfectly, so perfectly. Um, you know, she's this, this, this powerhouse of a woman. I say mass well, a couple of times a week. I normally say mass at the missionaries of charity mm. and, uh, oh, they're just, they're, they're such beautiful nuns. That's, 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 uh, Mother Teresa's order is the mm. missionaries of charity. Mm. They just, they, they just love serving people. Yeah. 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 They just love serving people and, and they see Jesus in the poorest of the poor and yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just that, you know, the that Mother Teresa is – I don't put her as an example simply because of her – where she lived, you know, or that she served in mm. Kolkata. That's that's not exactly why – that's part of why she's a uh, an example of of a saint who really lived out um, the spirit of poverty, but also in her detachment yeah. as well. She really didn't long for anything more than to, to love Jesus in everyone she met. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly. The um, the other guy, the 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 another saint who's is worth mentioning here is a, a fellow by the name of Saint Louis of France. Oh yeah, I think he's Louis the Ninth. Now Louis, um, he was a king, so he was wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, and he writes this letter to his to his boy to his son. His his letter is um, sort of like a last will and testament, mm. and uh, it's 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 so so beautiful. Uh, and he says to him, um, you know, my dear son, in the first place, I teach you that you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your strength. Uh, and then later on in the letter, he says, be compassionate towards the poor the destitute and the afflicted, and as far as lies in your power, help and console them. Mm. You know, give thanks to God for all the gifts that he's given to you uh, so that you could become worthy of still greater gifts. Towards your subjects, act with such justice that you may steer a middle course, swerving neither to the right nor to the left, but lean more to the side of the poor man than that of the rich until such time as you are certain about the truth. How good. Yeah. Like that's a king who's not attached to wealth. Mm. He's attached to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a king who is uh, what we what you would call uh, materially wealthy but poor in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And we might yeah. add a link to that one in the description box for anyone who would like to be able to read it. Yes, just scroll down is the only thing. There's okay. a bunch of psalms. First, actually, you can pray the psalms if you want. Mm. Uh, the the psalms are there and worthy of being prayed. Uh, and, and you can then uh, look to the reading down the bottom, which mm. is just really, really beautiful. Yeah. This is also linked with the commandments. Now, before I said that the commandments didn't have the power to, to, to save us, and that's true. The law doesn't have the power to save us. Um, but sometimes what people do is that they they kind of pit the Beatitudes against the commandments and they go, well, see, the commandments don't matter anymore. What matters now is the Beatitudes. And that's to misunderstand the Beatitudes. Mm. 
you know, in, in, in fact, the Beatitudes are the fulfillment of the commandments. So they bring the commandments to their, their, their fullest, most life-giving expression. And uh, uh, so that the, and what we're going to do throughout these, these series looking at the Beatitudes is to, is to link up the, a Beatitude with a commandment or a couple of commandments. And, and you know, it will be, um, it's, it's not like, our, the way that we link it is the way. Like you, you <laughs> might you might look at it and go, oh, actually, I can see a different link here. Yep. That is perfectly fine. That's this good. is not <laughs> this is not church teaching. This is this is this is is Father Burns and Stina Constantine musing away on on uh, this 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 question. That's it's all. Just, it just is. a thought. Just a thought. Just a thought. So, mm. uh, so the, I've we've connected it with the. The first commandment, uh, because those who are poor in spirit are they, they know the value of loving God above all else and of our need of Him. So implicitly, there's actually a recognition of that spiritual poverty. Mm. Yeah. So that is the first commandment. The first. I mean, beatitude. that's not the first commandment. Well, it that's is. The it's the beatitude. first commandment, but also the first beatitude. Yes. Yeah, of the beatitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I think what we're going to have to do here, Padre, is actually split these episodes up. I think we um, underestimated just how much time we would need to be able to really unpack each of these Beatitudes. So instead of putting two per episode, which was our original plan, we're going to split this one up. So you'll hear the second Beatitude in our next episode. So I hope that there was something in there that was of Hmm. um, interest or... Um, of use or helpful in any way, let us know. We love hearing from you please, guys. And, please, And we literally do love hearing from you guys and hearing what your thoughts are and um, the way that the, that the things that we might speak about link to your life, how it relates to where you are at the moment or things that you want us to talk about some more. So do keep in touch with us despite these lockdowns. Send us your messages if you... Um, are linked with us on social media personally, by all means, use that to get in touch with us. Jump over to our Instagram page, Living Fullness. Pop your Mm. questions in there in a private message if you like, or you can also find us on Virtue Ministry as well. So before we go, a truth, beauty, and goodness from you, Padre. Yes. So um, last episode, uh, we we sort of revealed that I was heading off to Narendra. And uh, the the people of Narendra have been informed of my 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 arrival. See, because they they um, they've been in lockdown, no one's sort of gotten the news to them uh, well, oh. because we've all been in lockdown, right? So yeah. so this one of the things we didn't realize was just how li- how 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 little this news has actually travelled oh. of all the various moves that are happening in the diocese. So many of them just haven't gone to anywhere except really the clergy. Because no one's been able to get out to their to their their, their parishes and say, "Hey, this is happening." So, so parishioners have been finding out via email and text. And uh, uh, so, uh, Father Rafter informed his parishioners last weekend that I would be their new parish priest mm. and um, uh, or their, their their new administrator and. They're, they're very they're very excited, but rather beautifully, they're also really sad to be losing father after. Uh, and it just it, and it's 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 sad to see it. To, to, it's 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 
sad to lose someone that, that, that you, you, you love it, but it's so wonderful to watch someone go to a new, a new thing, a new, um, a new journey. And, um, but just the, the way that, the way they love him. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. it's, it's so, it's so encouraging and so beautiful to yeah. see. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's How about yourself? Ah, uh, for me this week, it's actually been through my being unwell. So my body crashed earlier on this week and, um, which was um, not ex- – I mean, it should have been expected, but <laughs> I didn't expect it because I thought I was slowing down. But uh, obviously not fast enough. <laughs> so, sure, sure. So it's just being in that space of recognising that there is healing that is happening on every level. And it's not just a spiritual healing. It's not just an emotional healing. There's also a physical healing that needs to take place. Yeah. So I think the truth, beauty and goodness for me this week has just been that integration and recognizing that every element of us um, needs to be whole, not just, you know, it's not just feelings based or thought based. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a whole, we're a whole human being. So, yep. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Very good. Well, this takes us to the end of the episode. Mm. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of yeah. Living Fullness. And we'll catch you guys again next week. Until then, know of our love and prayers. God bless. God bless.